Welcome to You Hate Movies, the podcast in which casual moviegoers, film lovers, and cinephiles argue about movies. After the long plague delay, John Krasinski returns to the world of his kiddie pool horror hit with A Quiet Place 2. After all our doting and fawning over the original, can the follow-up possibly curry our favor? Well, it seems like this episode should be presented in American Sign Language or as a complete half hour of silence. But unfortunately, no one here lacks or no one here is fluent in ASL or speaks it at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, you don't, you can't see this, but Bethany Allen is sitting next to me moving her hand around. Mm. She's doing oh. the alphabet. Can you hear her humming? Yeah, why why would you R- need to hum? S D U V W X Y Z. Are we talking about the sound of metal? No. Close. We Close just did similar. The sound just of music? Did the Y'all couldn't hear it. <laughs> Silence. Well, Bethany Allen's on the show. Hey everybody, Bethany Allen's on You Hate Movies. Hi y'all. Can you believe it? Hard to believe. Abby Porter's also on the show. Yep. Double girl power. Patrick, he's yeah, here. I'm here. And Mike Jensen. Hey, how's it going? How's yeah, it going? Uh, Tyler refused to show up. He hated this movie so mm. much. He said, "I won't say it. I won't say a freaking word about it." That's how mad he was. You can send your complaints. Yeah, it was really strange. I thought he would like it. Yeah, we said at least just come on to say what you didn't like, and he said, "I I won't even dignify it with words." And he won't listen to this, so he'll never know what we're saying about him. But the rest of us, we went to see a movie called A Quiet Place Two, and we have thoughts about it. In fact, mm-hmm. the challenge is that most of us have seen this movie I guess it's been weeks now at this point, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So you have ordinarily on You Hate Movies, you guys don't know this but often it's the case, not always, but often it's the case we watch a movie and then quite literally go from one room to the next room over and record our thoughts about it or some in some cases we drive directly back from a movie theater and then record our thoughts about it. So you don't usually get the benefit of uh, letting a movie marinate, time to process that movie. Opinions change about movies over time. Sometimes they appreciate, and sometimes they slightly decline. And then the other thing that happens is your memory gets muddy. In fact, before we went to record this episode, Mike said, play Mm. the trailer, play the Quiet Place trailer. And I says to myself, I says, oh yeah, I didn't see the Quiet Place 2 trailer either. I didn't watch it before, obviously, because I, li- I actually like movies. Mm, so pure. So pure. And I didn't watch it after because I forgot about it. So I said, yeah, yeah, let's check out this trailer. We watched the trailer. And he's like, well, play another one, play another one. I'm like, geez, man, well, you saw the movie. Why do you want to see all these trailers? <laughs> and then he finally admitted he couldn't really remember. He needed a refresher. No, my exact reason was Tyler's not going to be here to over talk the movie you know, for me to remember everything that happened. So <laughs> I need to watch it. Full so, synopsis. Yes. I was like, oh, yeah, that happened. Oh, yeah. I got You've that. seen it the most recent of all of us, I believe. Yes. Only uh, a week and a half ago now. So it really stuck in my head. <laughs> <laughs> so you're going to have to refresh us and tell us what happened. So let's start by, um, let's do it out like this, actually. We're going to go around the room and get everybody's tweetable review. Put your cards on the table about how you felt about A Quiet Place too. But I, I want you to frame it with a refresher on how you felt about A Quiet Place, the original film. Mm. So let's start with Bethany because I introduced you on the show first. Bethany, what did you think about A Quiet Place? Do you remember seeing it and how you felt? And then 
contextualized by those feelings. How'd you feel about mm-hmm. A Quiet Place Part 2, The Quieting? Yeah, I can't remember exactly when I saw A Quiet Place 1. But I saw it in the theaters. And I loved it. I felt like it was smart and moving. And I like sci-fi crap. So I feel like it had the, the aliens were sci-fi. And I thought the acting was brilliant. I thought it was beautiful. And uh, it was so artistic. It was wonderful. So I really liked The Quiet Place 1. And the Qu- A Quiet Place 2, best movie I've seen all year, if not longer than that. I loved it. I thought it was smart and fun and intense. And the acting was great. I loved the whole thing. I walked out of there. I said, that's the best movie I have seen in I don't know how long. Wow. So glowing review for I just enjoyed it. I just like, you know, when you like, I enjoyed that whole experience. And not because I was at a theater. I was like, I enjoyed that story that was told. Well done. But you're also a theater lover. Yeah, I am. But I loved it. I couldn't get it. I thought, that's it. That's I'm glad I saw that. I'm gonna see it probably again. Wow. (laughs) You You go. You go, girl. I mean, I just felt it. I'm watching these other movies thinking these are crap. This thing, <laughs> this, this is the one. The rest, yeah. garbage. Wow. What's that one where the guy fell in the hole? Garbage. The one Compared. where the guy fell in the hole. Cartoon that y'all liked. Excuse what me. The heck. Help me. Oh, soul. Oh, soul. Yeah. <laughs> well, they're a little different. I thought you were talking about like a hundred. I mean, like that's the crap we were ingesting, and then we see Quiet Place too, and we're like, wow. Mm, thanks, okay. thanks be to God. Wow, people are still out there. Okay, yeah, it might not be Was totally fair to compare Soul and. I'm just Quiet saying Place that's to. the crap we were ingesting all year. It's that kind of mediocre stuff. This was oh. storytelling at its best. Wow, I thought it was great. High praise. No. Mm-hmm. What Good you stuff. said? No. No, we agree. We agree. Okay. We're there. Okay. We're okay. There. Okay. All right, Abby. What did you think about A Quiet Place and its sequel? Um, I liked A Quiet Place a lot. I think i've seen it a couple times and it was it's a really immersive movie i appreciate the sounds and lack of sounds and the creativity there um and then i liked quiet place too well same reasons really i think the only thing is i um thought it was too similar of a story maybe there wasn't really anything new but i always appreciate the family stuff and the story and the silence. It had all those things. Family, mm-hmm. story, silence. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Patrick, mm-hmm. what about you? What did you think about Quiet Place and Quiet Place 2? Uh, I saw a Quiet Place, I think, with you guys. I remember... No? You didn't say it with me. You sure? Oh, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I'm pretty sure have. we did. Okay. Uh, oh, and, yeah. And I was eating ice cream. Yeah, we saw it together. And, uh, did we uh, get those little um, crunchy ball ice creams? No, it was like it was a Ben and Jerry's. It was a coffee ice cream I brought to, oh. to eat, but uh, it was very crunchy, and I was trying not to crunch it because oh. there were so many quiet parts in the oh, movie. Yeah. Anyway, oh. I love that movie so much, and I was disappointed that they were going to make a sequel because it was it felt like why would you do that? You had such a perfectly like tight knit little story, and then the sequel came out, and I was shocked about how good it was. That they actually okay. pulled off a, a great story that kind of, you know, did a beginning. Even when they start, I thought, oh, cool, we're going to see the uh, mom character. 
she'll be the lead and that'll be interesting because she had her cool hero moment at the end of the first one. And that was not what they did. They did the focused on the, the older daughter and it was still, I was shocked. So, wow, they really pulled it off. Now don't make a third. I know they're making a third one already, but don't do a third one. You did two great ones. Third one can't be good. Can it? No, uh, I don't no, think so. No, but don't you think the casting was good? That one dude, especially that was shocking. Yeah, What's his name? Cillian Murphy. Oh, Is that so good. He's, he was yeah. great. I, I was, that was impressive that you could add to the cast that way. And yep. Yeah. Yeah. I just it was wonderful. Great. Mike, what did you think about the movies? Yeah, I liked the first one. Uh, I watched it at home, so that was a big uh, faux pas. I'm admitting oh, it. I'm really? admitting my faults. Oh. faults. Yes, I remember that. And people were upset when I, anyway, back then. Um, <laughs> but we turned it up real loud at home, and I have a sound bar, so, you know. <laughs> I don't know what else quiet, you need. Yeah, Mike. but then when, when there are noises, you need to be loud. Anyway, I remember really liking it. I was kind of, uh, I remember having the feeling of, like, I don't know how good this could be, because I, I remember thinking something about, like, oh, maybe it'll be, like, a real small movie or something. But the story was cool. And it was really tight and intact, and I like stories like that. And so it was good. And also the monsters were, I remember them being kind of limited, like it was like a very Jaws-like Jaws, Jaws -like <laughs> feeling. Go, find, yes, it, find it, Shelby. Ja -ja. Anyway, <laughs> so I liked it. Ja -ja <laughs> so ja -ja. It was good. <laughs> I liked it a lot. The second one, uh, I liked a lot. And... Um, the the acting and everything was good. Like Bethany was talking about, um, the redemptive story of the older daughter was really cool. The I only had a mild complaint, and that was that it could have been a degree better had it been an R, but like a soft R, like a smidge of blood, because uh, there was a lot going on where there was just like, and then nothing happening, and you're like, okay, like. That person got ripped to shreds, and we don't see anyway. Yeah, it's like those old Wolverine movies. He's just hacking everybody up, and there's not an ounce of blood anywhere. Yeah, like one of the main ones that hit me was like uh, the scene where the sheriff or the officer gets killed on the car, and there's just like they're huddling on the other side of it. I, if there was just like a slim puddle of blood that came under the car or something to sh show you that, yes, this guy got shredded up, but there's just nothing. And for some reason, I. I did get over, obviously, while watching the movie, but that was the only thing. And that, I don't know. Is that me? Is that wrong to want that? I know they can't sell a movie as easily that's an R, but. Well, you'd be surprised. I mean, yes, that's what they're thinking, undoubtedly. Right. The kiddos can't go to it. Or yeah. The but. studios are usually afraid of R-rated movies when they think they have something that could make money as a PG-13 movie. But then other studios have proven time and time again that R-rated movies We'll make a lot of money if they're good movies. Uh, so they take risks on movies like that you would think would have been PG-13, like Deadpool or Logan or something like that, and right. end up cleaning up at the box office. I saw Quiet Place 2 as well. I hated it. That's not true. I think you're right. telling a joke because yeah. I saw your rating. Yeah, I'm just kidding. I just <laughs> wanted to see what Bethany would say. Uh, I We did a whole episode on A Quiet Place and we, I think, I think that by the end of it, we were laughing because it was just everyone just gushing over. Oh my god! And this and this. Oh my god! It was so good. No one. I don't think anyone had anything bad to say about it. Um, I loved a Quiet Place too. Really enjoyed it. I feel similar to 
specifically what Bethy was saying about like uh, it's really fun when you go to the movies and you see a great movie at the movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't expect every movie to be perfect. I don't expect every movie to blow me away. But I really love it when you sit down and you're just like, man, that was just really great from start to finish. And mm-hmm. I had a great time. And then you go home ha- happy with the movie that you saw and talking about, mm-hmm. oh, what about mm-hmm. this part and this part? It was a great theater movie. The theater experience was yep. relatively good. We had some um, horrible people in our theater. There was a guy that was taking videos of the movie and immediately posting them to his social media Ooh, and then bummer. looking at the comments of what people were saying. <laughs> really? That's you could tell? Them. Yeah, he was directly in front of me. Oh. Um, but I will say this, and this will contextualize where we are, you know, set the stage for where we're about to go. When I, we got back, I was like, man, that was really great. I would like to revisit the first movie. I had planned to do it before we left, but then it was so close that I was like, eh, I don't want it to be that close. I'd like there to be some distance because it has been a while. So I came back and watched A Quiet Place, and my opinion now, having rewatched, I think I've only watched it three times total, once in the theater, once at home, and then just recently another time at home, and with enough time between it. I think A Quiet Place is a perfect movie. I don't, I watched the whole thing, and there's nothing that I can think of that I would change. Almost everything about it is pretty incredible. Uh, and I think that Mike, to your point, the in a quiet place, which is also PG 13, they push the boundaries of their PG 13 to the degree where one, the creatures, like you mentioned, are jaws. Like you don't see them until the final few minutes. Jaws ish. Jaws ish. (laughs) (laughs) Ja ja. You don't see them till the, the final moments of the movie clearly anyway. Um, so they have that, but you know, in the sequel we've seen them already, so there's no point to hide them anymore. Uh, so a lot of the violence can happen off screen and not make you mm. ask questions. But there's a scene where someone has been eviscerated. They they happen upon a body and there's intestines out and blood everywhere. And you see it for a split second and then the camera cuts away and it's almost more jarring because you're like, whoa, there hasn't been anything violent in the movie up until then. And there's the lingering question in the first film about like what exactly is happening. One of the greatest uh, things that the first movie has going for it is that the movie doesn't bother trying to answer any questions about where does everything come from and there's no stupid scene where characters go, okay, I heard on the news that they're this or that. It's not important. You just understand what the family understands and that's pretty limited. You can garner some information from like newspaper clippings on the wall. And and thank God they didn't really push it any further than that in the sequel. There's still no scene where... They had opportunities where that could have happened, sitting down in that little town, and someone's like, so we heard on the news that they're this and that. This is not really important to the world of this movie. Um, But A Quiet Place is, I think, a perfect movie. I can come up with like some tiny little nitpicks about, ooh, maybe that would have been a little bit cool-er. But by and large, it's perfect. I think that Quiet Place 2, though excellent, awesome, overall, big thumbs up. I couldn't give it five kicks which i did easily give to a, a quiet place because there were a few things to me that were not um straight up bad but a little bit like oh that's a little not as great to me mm, personally mm, i'm interested to hear those yeah ones. well i mean just like the magic right the magic of seeing the first one and being introduced to the characters in the story 
can't be replicated. Well, I don't know. Yeah, but I, want, I don't think Josh is talking about the magic. I just want to hear those, those mm moments. Oh, so. okay. Well, first, I got to yeah. say, man, the opening sequence of this movie, the first 10 or 15 minutes. Awesome. One of the best opening sequences yeah. of any movie. Mm-hmm. Super cool. It was intense. Perfectly executed. I loved every second of that thing. Because we, the audience, know, and the filmmakers know that we know. Like, okay, so this is before. It stands to reason we're going to see something. You know that from the second it starts. And it right, I, right. doesn't it start with a, a screen card that says day one. So you're already like, okay, somewhere across the span of this setting, that this idyllic setting, small town, baseball game, oh, great, little yeah. league game. You're like, something's going to happen. Um, I love that moment of the meteor coming down flaming and everyone because it was that like eerie like oh what would you do if everyone would just Mm -hmm. stop and be like um should we go home and then the moment where they're in the car and i think the camera is mounted in the car and the first creature tears across right the road and all hell breaks loose Mm -hmm. just masterfully done that whole sequence was so wonderful they even did the thing where like they focus on the little spaceship toy and you would think that would be kind of cheesy, but it was really cool. You're like, oh, I remember that spaceship. Yeah, story. oh, yeah, that's in the uh-huh. other one. <laughs> mm-hmm. That was all great. But as perfect as that sequence was, it set the standard for the problem that I think Mike is dead on about. Not only was it weird that this PG-13 was really showing in this movie, but it created this weird question in my mind through the whole movie. I was like, wait, so these aliens just come out and slap people to death <laughs> in the first movie there was a question mark about exactly what was happening and it made it scary it's like are they eating them are they like just tearing? slaps only mode they, but you straight up see yes, yes. slappers only these well, aliens just come out and they're like rah, 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 rah. <laughs> and they just slap the people slappers around slappers only but what was the small guy's name because he, tri- he tripped some people yeah. they were like tripping people every once in a while I was like wait a second it's a bunch of odd jobs <laughs> slappers only uh, and I had in my mind, I had to just think like, if this was an R-rated movie, we would probably oh, yeah. see them eating them. Or them something. legs would be flying everywhere. Yeah, or they would be just, just tearing people apart. Right. I feel like in the first one, they just kind of tack on them off screen a lot of the times. Yeah, but sure. it, yeah, didn't you? Were you not under the impression of the first one that they were eating them? I was under that impression because they had big, yeah. scary teeth. Now they're just pushing them around. They had the most carnivorous teeth of any creature I've ever seen. I didn't think they were like eating him for pleasure, though. I think they were thinking like, "I'm hungry. This is a snack." <laughs> oh, so the <laughs> so the ones like that show up like aren't they're one, depressed. One, <laughs> one of their main weapons, but their their limbs are so big, so they're kind of stabby. Yeah, I feel sure, like they sure. Stabbing like, fine. Stabbing. Yeah, I killing it. I wasn't under the impression that they were eating them. I was under the impression that they were stopping their sound. Yeah. Okay. Well, they're okay. That's a good idea. Mm-hmm. Well, and here's the thing, then. Okay, so that really. I don't want to say really bothered me, but that was semi-distracting because then I started to ask all these questions that the first movie, if you really push it, you'll start to ask questions, but then you're just like, ah, what am I doing? Just leave it alone. Right. Second question kind of forces you to start asking them. They're like, okay, so they really don't, I mean, they really just go bananas on anything that makes sound. How do they know what's alive and what's not? Are they just out there going crazy on trees and the wind like, rustling leaves. You know, the, in the first film, they can hide behind that waterfall. Why weren't those creatures just constantly going sure. crazy over that waterfall? Did they right. learn once? <laughs> slapping that <laughs> water. They're just slapping the water. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> slap, slap. <laughs> well, how do they differentiate? Sure. Because they yeah. zero in on a person immediately, instantaneously, if the person makes a loud noise. Surely, like, 
limbs crack in the forest, you know, like a squirrel chirps or are they just going crazy on anything all the time? Aren't they killing all those things? They're killing animals and stuff too. Yeah, yeah, it seems to be. If they can hear things from like miles away, which it seems like they can in this one, right? Uh, And the first one. Maybe they have an idea of how to like echolocation things so they can tell if something is a waterfall or they can tell if something is... Like stationary. Yeah, stationary and not like an organic thing moving around. Maybe. What if, like a, was, what if a know. trash bag gets caught in a breeze? Do they, they r- all run out bag. and start slapping yeah. it? Yeah. <laughs> that is stuck is on one of their limbs. They can't swim. They can't swim despite the fact that in the first movie, one swims. Well, when they, she's down in the flooded basement, it goes underwater. I think it's walking around. along the water like a crab. It's it not could swimming. be. It could be. Yeah, that, that's a good point. I mean, point. I just wonder if the, there's something about that with the waterfall where they're like, we just don't like water because we don't know what to do in it. Yeah. Well, then it made it, it made me ask these questions where I'm like, okay, I don't really understand exactly. But it's fine if I don't know everything about the creatures and I don't want to know everything about the creatures, but I at least need to understand how they work in the movie from what the movie's showing me. Then I'm watching all the extra features on the first movie and they're talking about how they wrote all that stuff out about they're like we knew exactly the whole story of the creatures but even though we didn't put it in the movie and at some point someone kind of says in passing like oh you know we had all these difficult things to figure out because they did sound design for the creatures they made the clicking kind of echolocation noise which is really great i love that but like we had to ask these questions because we decided that the creatures come from somewhere that has no sound and they're very sensitive to it. They don't like sound. So if they hear sound, they just try to stop it as soon as they can or as quickly as they can. Like maybe it's painful for them or something. But then they make noise as well. So maybe their own sounds are not painful to them. But anyway, when this production designer or sound designer said that, I was like, oh, okay, that makes a lot more sense. They're not necessarily slapping anything. to do. They're just, just violently destroying anything that makes, that makes loud noises. Um. I was kind of under the impression that they were like, that's how they hunted or something. They're like really hungry because I'll be darned if they didn't have like dinosaur teeth. Yeah, they might be eating some of them, but they can't be eating all of them because <laughs> they killed a lot of people. They would just be, uh, you know, eating right. too much. And they can't be that hungry all the time. Like even a bear doesn't just. You don't know what it's like on their meteor. They stay so They're just like crabs yeah. on a meteor or several meteors. Yeah. Right. And they landed on Earth. And they <laughs> oh, about that. Uh, I don't know what that shot is that they've been using for years now. It's really obvious in um, one of the newer Star Wars movies. And they use it, I think, in Avengers 2 or something, where they do the uh, out or the focus on the thing, and it's like shaky cam, where it's kind of out of focus, then it focuses in, you know what I'm saying, where they go and look at, the, look at it. Like you're looking in a camera, you know, someone's home camera and they're trying to focus in on the asteroid or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I'm i seeing nodding. I'm looking for someone to acknowledge yes, me. Yes. Okay. So, <laughs> so anyway, uh, but then they got the, the, uh, the sound for that was so cool. It was like the ripping through the air. It was like really cool. But those jokers, it didn't hit the ground yet. They were running all over the place. You know what I mean? So it was like, were they jumping like midair to get on the ground? Or That's what I we- wondered too. But then I thought like, okay, well, they already established that there's one of these things, meteors or asteroids, whatever sure. it is, 
has landed elsewhere in the world. Right. Because in the gas station, the news, they're yeah. like, oh, there was an explosion in Taiwan or whatever they said. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm like, maybe this thing that they saw... Was no. far away? No, because if a meteor hit your town... Right. You would definitely... There would be like yeah, an earthquake, an explosion. They're like, <laughs> <"Eee!"> <laughs> <laughs> yeah, paratroopers. Maybe they thought it was like Independence Day. You know, they're kind of like hovering. Like maybe there's some form of like, I don't know. They can fly. I mean, maybe it's a distraction. They weren't actually coming down on that. They, uh, they don't seem like sophisticated, area. you know, terraforming aliens. It, it they're was just, just like that parasites was just, that came <laughs> to off. To me, of a, I was just like that was immediately in my head. I was like, wait, yeah, that they're thing already just here. Went, that thing was like a mile <laughs> up in the air, and they're already running around on the streets. <laughs> and then where's the blood? Anyway, <laughs> slappers, I guess that's fine. <laughs> when so, we uh, came out, Peter and I, and we both were like, oh. Uh, it's certainly uh, somebody else is sending them to exterminate Earth. What? No. That's, that's both what? What was both of our. I don't think there was an assumption. agenda. Do you think there was an intelligent life behind them? Yeah, that's yeah. they're pushing it too they're far. They're not. This is a, this is just. Why does Peter got to go that far? Well, I did too. I think that's right. Patrick have to go that far. Yeah, I'm with Bethy. Y'all Wait, have to open your minds, man. No, they're just, just they're like bugs. They're like bugs that fell off a thing. No, they're not. Whoops. And then they're like, oh, man, I don't like this place. No, it's like the guy Wait, alien COVID. The they made the perfect they creature. Got, <laughs> 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 they were on their planet. Their planet blew up and then turned into an asteroid. I mean, I don't know what happened to their planet. What's the oops? I think that maybe they lived on... Uh, meteors that were in Earth's no. orbit. They're quiet in space. That's fine. I'm like, okay with that. Like little, yeah, it is quiet in space. Yeah. Like little so just like Abby know, said. Like <laughs> bugs that lived on a thing that was just orbiting. I don't think they're intelligent, like not to bring it back to Independence Day, but like those aliens. But I, th- I think they have their own land. And what? not on a meteor. I think somebody then said what, they all just climb onto meteors and then I fly. Know, I don't know how. I don't think it is it a meteor proper. We don't know. Look at that thing in the sky. Well, Yo, is it no, a meteor proper? In the first movie, there's a newspaper clipping that says meteor hits whatever with oh. the force of a nuke or something like that. Let's see. Maybe that's their travel. Uh, that's why they're jumping off. They're traveling. That's why they're jumping no. off because they'll yell. That's Abby's their right. travel too. Oh shoot, we're we going too fast. Yeah, they're jumping planet. off because like they don't want to get blown up in the nuke explosion. We called it a meteor, but we don't know. We all we have a concept for is a meteor, but maybe okay. So whatever they call it on their planet, right. that's what they're flying. No, down they didn't get train. on. They're not like commuting. We can't. <laughs> we can't commute their truth, y'all. We don't know they're commuting, but like so maybe this is what the third movie's going to be about, and what yeah, they're they're going to push it too far. Day negative three sixty five on their planet, and then the whole movie's going to be them just flying. Towards yeah. Earth. And then the last scene is going to be them going, Wee! <laughs> I thought in the first movie, they give them an off-screen name. Oh, yeah. I'd like ne- to hear that. They say, uh, if you look at the newspaper clippings and the writings on the like in the store and on the wall in the basement, they call them Angels of Death. Wow. Okay. Wait, 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 wait. That makes me wonder, who's printing these things out? Because it seems like before they hit the ground, they're already killing people. It must who's have taken, the it must have taken a while for all of society to collapse. Hey, got to get that early edition out. Yep. Angels of Death are here. <laughs> yeah, I thought I did think about that after the second movie. When you go do, back do, do, and rewatch do. the first one, there's a newspaper. <laughs> one of the only ones that it shows explicitly, like right in the front of the camera. It just says, it's sound. As if to say, wow. at some point, someone's like, oh, okay, so they're drawing a sound. Let's print a story. And I'm like, 
at what point in the collapse of society nope, they're like, oh, we only now figured it out. We better use up the last of this printing. It's, yep. <laughs> it's, it's the printing press on the oh, island. Yeah, they thought the they were, <laughs> it was the journalists. They thought they were being heroes by printing. Knowing right. They so die. it took a while for it because they didn't, you know, <laughs> spread out across Earth instantly. It took a while. It took them like a lot of Earth so many years to get across the water. Because anywhere that there was no direct meteor impact and is on an island. Like if there was no meteor sure. on Manhattan, no, you're right. then you're Manhattan's right. fine. Yeah, New Zealand's got to be good. No, well, well I can go big. across the bridge. But what, like, did a meteor hit every single continent? What if no, Australia right. just chilling? Hawaii's sure. just, they're just chilling over there too. eating they're just out, out there. Unless relax, somebody sent them and strategically made them hit Stop. all the continents. Stop. No. We're gonna see. We don't like that. We don't like that. I bet you that hundred dollars that they were hundred dollars. I bet you a dollar. I'll bet you a dollar. I'll bet you a burrito. Okay. A dollar is a lot less than a hundred. I thought um, it's true. I was really <laughs> uncomfortable. Like probably half of the movie, I had to keep taking off my mask in the theater because of how claustrophobic I was in all of those scenes. Yeah, she did not like the scenes where they climbed into that cistern, whatever uh, that was, and especially when the it. When it boy and the baby were yeah. suffocating in there. I, yeah. like I, was <laughs> I think yeah. I felt a little bit of that too. I think I felt like I kept pulling my mask out like this. Mm-hmm. I wasn't wearing a mask because I was at a theater after they said you didn't have to wear a mask. So, oh, that's nice. Yeah, it was. That nice. is nice. You can I, I had no, no problem breathing because I understood that I was not one of these fictional characters that was in. The I'm movie. just saying they did it well. <laughs> yeah, they did. It do was well. done they really well. They did do it well. Same with the baby in the little locked thing. Yeah, that makes me need to take a big deep breath just saying about it. Mm. Let's all do it together. <laughs> Abby, tell me the problem that you had with the whole sign language dive of the word dive. Oh, yeah. I feel like that was so cheesy um, <laughs> in the beginning scene. When it was a very obvious Chekhov's gun where yeah, they why saw, are we specifically right, watching right. this guy learn this one word? Yeah, and then you know she needs it at that point where he's able to sign. Thank God it was the one word he did. And it happened to be the one person she saw. But then, you know, she told me that and I was like, oh, yeah, I guess I don't totally disagree. But then later on, I was thinking about it on my own, you know, when I get my thinking done. Sure. And she walks away. Yeah, I was on the toilet. I was actually in the shower, if you really want to know. (laughs) I do. (laughs) I was thinking about it. And I thought I, I could be wrong. But as I recall, the movie depicts the sign for dive the way that you would just sign dive if you didn't know sign language. Yeah. So maybe the filmmakers got into this weird problem where they're like, well, if we just have him do pantomime, the gesture for diving, he's going to be doing the sign for diving. And then people that know ASL are going to be like, how does he know that word? No. Could be. I feel like Hmm. it should have been water or something a little more generic. Yeah. Like water or like. He could have just like gestured jump for. You know what I mean? Pointed yeah. at the water. He knew the one word. I yeah, think they had to show us that he cared about right. that yes. family. Exactly. You know? right. And their relational connection. There yeah. was something that we're supposed to be heightened. It is cheesy, but I felt like it was necessary. They had a better that. moment that accomplished that <laughs> that was way more subtle and way more powerful in that master shot of the two of them uh, where they were side profiled in, I think, a train or a train station, whatever, wherever they were. And... He was really frustrated. She was really desperate to keep looking or to keep trying to get to the r- wherever that radio broadcast was coming from. 
and he was talking really frantically and not looking at her and he she reached out and grabbed his face and turned it toward her and said enunciate and then she said remember and that's all it took to establish that like okay so at some point these two had a relationship that was close enough to where he knew how to communicate with her properly right, right. and i thought that was really well done or packaged everything you needed into that little thing and it wasn't cheesy it wasn't the dive no no that was good that whole scene was really frantic i really thought he was going to leave her yeah i was like oh man yeah i mean and he had he taken her um hearing aid yeah yes he had well yeah when she wakes up or whatever yeah well he yeah why had he taken it that's what i was wondering to defend himself in the event that okay i thought it was maybe so that she could sleep or something it was explained to him earlier how it worked or uh, at least that it did work. Yeah, he, he said, how's that? a gun. Right, right. Okay. So he was like kind of protecting her, letting her sleep while he did. He yeah. wanted to find the, or yeah, he went out to look for the boat. There was another thing though. He said like, I found a boat. And then, you know, like while she was asleep in the morning, he went and found that boat that they then spent a whole day walking back to. <laughs> you mean to tell me you walked <laughs> all the way to that boat? He didn't. He, it was all night. He walked all night and came back in the could morning. Could be. Yeah, could be. I'm nitpicking, obviously. Here's another nitpick <laughs> while I'm at it. This is more of a nitpick and, or less of a nitpick and more of a, oh, that's a little disappointing to me. One of the greatest things about the original movie is the final shot. Yes. Everything about it is perfect. They realize that they can beat these things. They've just killed the first one that presumably has ever been killed that we know of. And they look out on the video monitors and see that the two other monsters that they knew were in the area are flooding toward the farmhouse but now they know how to kill them. So they, the mother and the daughter look at each other knowingly and the camera pulls up to Emily Blunt's character and she cocks the shotgun and it makes a really loud sound and then cuts to black. Perfect. Be a awesome way to end the movie. This movie felt like it tried to recreate the same thing rather yep. than coming up with a new way to end the movie, but it wasn't as strong of an ending. It was almost the exact same thing. They used the exact same technique to kill a thing the exact same way. She smashed it in the head. It fell over, and then she looked up and smiled. It was like, so we're where we were at the end of the first movie. You can still kill them with the hearing aid. Right. Right. Yeah, that first one was so effective because it was almost like a Romero-esque ending of, oh, there's there's good ending because they figured something out, but still you're like, but isn't it still utterly hopeless? How in the world are they going to like do this to carry out against all these things? It still feels very hopeless, but just like a nice moment to end on. This one just, there's just another little chapter in it. That's a good point. Can they procreate? Or once they dead, they're yeah. dead. I wondered that too. Do these creatures know love? <laughs> well, and are they being sent from the planet that they're from? So and are they know. constantly coming? Oh, you or? mean like our moral knowing? Mm-hmm. Well, if yeah. they're commuting, they're just like you think guys think. I don't think they're commuting. I think they're, they're like, like, oh my gosh, we took a, a wrong turn. Now we're it makes more crashed. sense if they lived mm, on they're looking for another asteroids and the asteroids got knocked out of orbit. How they, does one just on live on an asteroid? I know, well, I like that's the, right. I like the idea of them be being start. like insect-like, not sophisticated animals Yeah, they're space bugs. Oh, so they've like... You know how, like, on the ocean floor, there's little bottom-dwelling crabs that live down there? This is the other thing. This is about both movies, but more so in the second movie. I don't mind seeing more of the monsters since we've already seen it in, you know, like, 
under harsh lights and everything. That's totally fine. It's not the coolest monster design in the world, but it's fine. Um, I feel as if ever since Cloverfield, Hollywood keeps recapitulating that body plan on monsters. First, it was yeah. the creature in Cloverfield with the kind of, you know, like big front limbs uh, hunched forward and small vestigial back limbs, and it moves around lumbering on these two front limbs and a, a beady dinosaur-like head in the middle. Did the exact same thing in Super 8. Did the same thing with the Muto monsters in the Godzilla movie. Yeah. And they a quiet place. It's like... We hadn't seen that design at all before Cloverfield, and now Hollywood's like, oh, let's maybe do it again and Maybe again, they're and letting again. us know something then, you know? Mm. I like it. It's maybe. like... Like m- the UFO stories. And yeah, they tell us they're out of same. ideas. Yeah. Oh. yeah it's like medley. I think it's like less monster. They've made it look more like mechanical. Mechanical? And it's creepy. Mm. Medley. It's like creepy. It's like a little bit disturbing where you're like, like a spider yeah like it's like how do you feel mm. about it's uh you know like head pods that can move around to catch sound you know it's like bubblegum head that opens when up they uh, when they showed it yeah like gyrating it. Mm-hmm. i was all right with that yeah i was fine with it they had a little bit more money for the effect you know so it's like mm-hmm. let's show the gyrating eardrum <laughs> yeah they keep zooming in yeah. on it. i think they're fine she likes them. Yeah. Fine. You fine? know, I, I think, well, I mean, I don't know what other kind of monster you're going to try to have, a, you know, like that. Well, Josh is asking for a little bit more original body type. Show like me what? a little like something a else. I I'm just wondering, like, some long legs. No. Surely some, they... Uh, he doesn't muscular. want long legs. These things have been all very popular movies, so it's not like someone, you know, when they design the monster and someone brings it in the office and like, what do you think about this one? Because... They undoubtedly went through probably dozens of them before they picked one. Right. They show some of them on the extra features, and they looked absolutely horrible. They looked bad. Uh, so this is definitely the best of what they, at least what they show in the extra features. They had ones that were like buff bodybuilder. Yes. Yeah. See, that would need. be horrible. Yeah. That's I why mean, they can't. He man monster. That's why they can't do Because I'm like, what body would you do? A teddy bear's body and make it mean? Yeah, it's fine. I want to see an original alien, though. But someone must have said in the office, like, yeah, it's cool. It looks like Cloverfield and like Super 8 and like Godzilla. You know what I mean? And someone else is like, yeah, whatever. It's fine. It's not broke. Don't fix it. It's not like um, Independence Day. Not to keep bringing it back, but. You're right. It's a different movie. Those monsters are different. Or those aliens are different. Independence Day did have uh, the whole armor and the real alien underneath the armor thing. I thought going. that was good. That is good. I like yeah. that. That's the only other kind of alien I know. These aliens mm-hmm. have armor as well. Mm-hmm. That's their thing. Uh, they only got the soft bubble gum under their head brains. Yeah, that's why they look mechanical. I don't know what the heck you're talking they about. They look mechanical. like metal. No, they don't. They yeah, look they reptilian, do. like leathery. They do not look mechanical. They look like metal. Why Same do you keep saying Muto. that? Yeah, the Mutos for sure. Look the Mutos do look more biomechanical than these things. Now, those were all nitpicks. It sounds like I'm just beating up on the movie. It's so good that you just kind of have to, though. Yeah, those are know? just me driving home and being like, oh, man, that was so great. I do wonder about this, and I do wonder about that. Overall, every beat of the movie was really engaging and had a set piece in it that was really awesome. The only time it... Kind of slowed down, not to a lull, but 
slowed down was some of the walking sequences. I was actually really grateful when they had they meet the feral people at the docks, and I thought, don't do the George Romero thing because every dystopian movie explores that idea, and it's already been done perfectly where... You know, the classic dystopian horror movie is, oh, some horrible thing has ended life on Earth, but people are the worst pe- thing, monster of all. You know, it's Romero made it up, and then it was in the whole premise of Walking Dead is basically people are worse than zombies. Right. Every dystopian movie. I was like, we don't need this in a quiet place. But then they, those people were just a, like a plot device right. um, to figure out the water thing and so that they would have an obstacle to overcome. Right. It was just to show us that that, is, that was there. Yes. And would, no one was surprised. It was great. It was, it, I was grateful that it was really brief. Yeah, because he was like, kept talking about how bad people were, but we saw how bad they were. He was like, yeah. oh, he's right. Yeah. They're bad. And then yeah, it was back were, to the monster. Bad, <laughs> it's a monster movie, so that was, that was cool. They were bad, man. That was a great bad, scene. Um, the bear trap thing mm-hmm. was awful. The acting was great from yes. even the little kid, the girl. That baby? Um, Emily Blunt. That baby. That baby. baby. <laughs> yeah, the She's kid actors really are great really in it. They she, were phenomenal. She didn't even have much to do in this movie, and mm-hmm. she was really compelling. Emily Blunt was. Yeah. Yep. I felt like that exchange she had with the little boy where she was desperate to uh, console him but also needed him to be quiet. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when he was screaming in that bear trap, it was really effective. You feel caught in between those same two things. Like, oh, my God, this kid's leg. But please shut up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was great. This I also thought it would be strange to see uh the dad back, you know, in the flashback. But it was nice. It kinda it even fleshed out his character more and then the f- the family's character more. So you see more of where they came from. And then they had the like you said, the conversations with uh Cillian Murphy's character. I don't remember his name. Yeah. But then they had the one who's like, Oh, he's gone when she was telling him that he died and he was like moved by it like and then they're like you'll never be like him you say oh they they had like a really tight relationship at some point mm-hmm. yeah that was good that was effective that uh they found a way to incorporate lee was his name the lee character john krasinski's character in the movie so that his even though he's not in it the movie uh or at least not in the main timeline of the movie his presence was still there in a sense and mm-hmm. his it was felt and his daughter obviously the way that he died she feels um, a certain obligation to her or a certain guilt you know so she wanted to this is what her dad would do so she wanted to do it and that became the heart of the movie because the first movie had this really uh, wonderful heart to it the exchange between the father and the kids and the relationship between um, the mother and father they're like a really wholesome nuclear family and really awesome to watch uh, and the the one thing that this movie had in or the this second movie felt to me maybe you guys noticed something that I didn't and this will be the end of my nitpicks was that in a quiet place has the Jaws scene you know that scene in Jaws where uh, they've been out hunting the shark forever and they go down in the bottom of the boat and they have a conversation the guy's talking about like his experience and. Uh, at war and how there were sharks eating the people and all of a sudden it becomes this like oh wow this is really emotional in the middle of this monster movie in A Quiet Place when she's given birth and the kids are missing and she's like you gotta go find the kids and then suddenly she starts talking about their little boy that had died and she says that uh, 
my arms were free, so I should have carried him. And she's crying. It's a very emotional scene in the movie, really beautiful. And you're like, man, this is like a B-movie concept that's being elevated to a really emotional like a piece of filmmaking. It didn't feel to me like A Quiet Place 2 had as strong of a heart to it as the original. They were looking to try to pull from the first movie to reestablish that. But I don't know if how you would have yeah, done yeah. it. Right, because the first one had two significant deaths in it. You right. can't re, you can't do that again in part two to like establish that heart, because then the the family would be done. Yeah, but I I, I totally agree with your, what you're saying. But what I came in way with was like the fight of like life has to go on, and it's like the family was fighting to continue, not just to survive. And so the whole thing about the neighbor and then the daughter was like, uh, they were like, in the end, obviously he says to her, like, you're more like your father and all that stuff. I had like this backstory in my head where like, maybe they had helped that family through a hard time, all this different stuff that, and like, for whatever reason, like, that's just what I was led with was like, no, this is about, this is about life, not just about like, you know, losing the son and losing the dad. It was like, no, they're, they're going to continue on. Anyway. So I totally agree with you because the the impact, but also I felt like that's just kind of how life is too. Like these two tragic losses, and then they have to go, and like I don't know, it was impactful for to me. Yeah, for sure. Keep what, on moving. What was the part where um, she said, uh, "How long did you know it was him and didn't come?" Yeah, it was when they first made it there and they were spending their first evening down in that factory sub subfloor or whatever that thing was, that industrial zone. It's furnace or something. And she zone said, zone. did you see the fire at night? And he said, yes. And she says, did you ever think of coming for us? And he said, no, because the people that are left are not worth saving. Uh, I think that was great. I thought all that was like very human of like how it forced you to go. I probably would have been the same way. You couldn't trust anything at that point. You just didn't know. You and he know? had lost his son. His, yeah. He had a little boy that with him at the beginning of the movie, and then he had drawings of him all over the... Right. Just and he hadn't lost his wife yet, right? From That no. was what he's saying. What, <laughs> do you think he was really saying that like he meant it, or he was just so over, like, you know what I mean? Like, I think he was just traumatized and yeah. afraid. Right, right, right. And had probably also seen his bad way things of like covering it up. So many bad things. I'm like, right. it just makes sense. Like, who would have the capacity? It was like, no, we didn't have the capacity to do that. You know, right. I thought it was related. Yeah. There's no way to know that for him to know it was actually them. Could have yeah. just been anybody doing that stuff. It was terrifying. And I wanted him been to look into her eyes with, you know, tears and say, there are people being slapped to death. Ha, 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 ha.